Hello and welcome back to How to Save the Planet. It's 2021 and you may notice that the voice welcoming you back to the pod is unfamiliar. My name is Danny and I work in the nature team here at Friends of the Earth. I'm joining the pod in the sad wake of Munna's departure. That sounds a bit like she's died. She's just left Friends of the Earth, but it's very tragic nonetheless. So you'll be hearing from me in the coming months in rotation with Louisa, Fran, Isabel and Finn, who you'll already know if you've been listening long to this podcast. And if you haven't been listening long, what the hell have you been doing? Head back and catch up with our older episodes so you can miss Munna along with the rest of us. So I'm going to be joined by Isabel shortly to talk about the idea of a green and fair recovery from coronavirus. We'll be talking about the meaning behind the buzzwords and setting the scene for the exciting topics we'll be diving into over the coming months. We'll be answering questions like, how can we prepare school children for a green job sector? Can we make a capitalist economic system fair? And why is our climate lead campaigner huddled next to the radiator in his thermals? But first, I wanted to sneak in and make sure we bring some good news to the beginning of what's already been a really tough start to the year. Because even in the midst of all this tragedy around us, we're seeing progress that we should celebrate. So we've already seen a huge shift in money out of fossil fuels and into clean energy. And that includes our recent win to get the UK government to stop funding overseas fossil fuel projects. This is a big win for climate justice, and it's a piece of news that's giving me real hope. If you have positive news that's giving you hope, get in touch with us at podcast at foe.co.uk and tell us all about it. Right, on with the episode. Isabel and I spoke to Connor, one of our climate leads here at Friends of the Earth. We had some sound issues with our original intro, so we're going to dive right in. Hello, hello. Hello, how are you doing, Connor? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Can you give a little introduction about what your role entails? Yeah, so um, so I'm the climate change uh, policy and influencing lead here at Friends of the Earth, um, and that basically means that I am um, lucky enough to kind of work with uh, all of our great campaigners um, to run our, our climate change campaign. So that's everything from um, stopping the um, expansion of Heathrow airport and the third runway to securing the the win that you talked about earlier um the government's ending funding for fossil fuels abroad um to um getting communities up and down the country kind of campaigning in their local area to um to put in place kind of strong and ambitious climate action plans the thing we want to talk about today is one of the big campaigns that we've been we started back last year um during the lockdown which is calling for recovery from COVID-19 and how we can push the government to make changes that will not only help us recover, but also do more for people and planet. And we've been calling it a green and fair recovery, right? And I think, I think that there's a, there's a lot of buzzwords going about now, you know, in, in the movement, a lot of people talking about building back better, Green New Deal. Um, so it'd be great to just unpack a little bit what, what this means, what what this means to us. Um, Connor was actually my manager, used to be my manager, um, but he's no longer my manager, so now I can be really rude to him and ask very <laughs> Ask the um, difficult questions. What does a green and fair recovery mean to you, Connor? Like, what what's special about it? Why should our listeners care about it? Well, at its heart, it's just, it's really kind of asking the question, like, what's next? You know, 
we've had this this pandemic has come out of nowhere it's completely turned things upside down and i think that probably people listening to this are maybe feeling like desperate for their lives to get back to normal um i know i am but it's it's kind of asking the question of, of what is that new normal going to look like so when we talk about the economic recovery uh, from the pandemic we have to remember that that normal wasn't working for so many people back before the pandemic um and the economy that we had before had deep inequalities running through it meaning kind of too many people struggled to get by um and at the same time money and power was being concentrated in the hands of a, of a small few so um it's it's questioning yeah what is that new normal going to be and can we actually use this moment to to build an economy and a society that not only works better for our environment and our climate um because the the economy we had before was was wrecking our climate we know that but also actually works better for for people as well producing kind of good well-paid fairly paid jobs um for people across the country um, making sure that communities have more of a role in in what's happening where they live um and making our economy the drivers of our economy not just money and gdp but actually a broader understanding of what makes life worth living um and that is nature um well-being quality of life um the things that kind of you know we all value but but don't have a price tag yeah and and you talked about this kind of this wish that some people have to to make things go back to normal i think that is that is true for some of us but i think even even for me like going back to normal kind of scares me going back to the the way we lived our lives so busy so frenetic and as you said like so destructive as well um the way economy is structured um makes it so difficult for, for us to to live lives that were sustainable yeah and i think i think everybody amongst the you know the the hardship and, and wreckage of the last of the last 12 months that everybody i've spoken to has noticed one or two things that has really stood out as a as, as a nice thing whether that's like they've found a reconnection with nature um whether that is the traffic in their neighborhood has 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 dropped and they've been able to get out on their bike um whether that is like you say just being a bit less busy um feeling less pressure to be doing things all the time and just slowing down and, and appreciating things i think that um yeah this, do we have to do we have to go back to exactly the way things were for me you know i've got this remote job uh clicking away on my computer <laughs> developing a computer based injury in the process but um it's a very different experience to a key worker working on the front line um a junior doctor or nurse or or so many of the key workers who are uh keeping society going like for them it's not really been this kind of uh time for contemplation for them it's been for many of them it'll probably been a really stressful and 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 kind of maybe even harrowing experience um but as you said, there is an opportunity here to ask us what kind of society we want in the future absolutely and um you you might have heard people say the kind of you know we're not we may all be in the same storm but we're we're not in the same boat and people have had a very different 12 months like if you're in if you've been in insecure work if you've been in a single income family if you've had to endure lockdown in in a cramped flat um some people like this has been hard on everyone there's no denying that every everybody is struggling in their own ways um but some people yeah some people are having a harder time than others and and really at the heart of what we 
what we mean when we talk about the green and fair recovery is really, yeah, like why are some people affected more than others um, within our economy? Why why does our economy leave some people more vulnerable to these kinds of shocks than others? And how can we um, how can we try and remove some of those inequalities in, in the world beyond the pandemic? I think when I think of this of what we're aiming towards, it almost sounds like a utopian sort of fantasy. And it's a bit, I find it difficult of how we, what it would look like for me and uh, my community and everyone, like how, how can we imagine a, a, a economy that works for everyone and how are we going to put that in place? And like, how can we all transition into green sector jobs? Um, so I think that's that's definitely what this series is wanting to look at, the sort of the smaller questions and what it will look like in reality for us. Yeah, exactly. And what, what I think, it's really hard to sometimes visualise what this means for our daily lives when we talk about these big government plans. Um, so I guess this one's for Connor. Um, what will a green and fair society really look like. So imagine um, you've woken up in your bed of the future. Maybe it's a hover bed. Um, you go downstairs, start the day. What's going to be different about your life? Is, what, is, is your house going to look any different? Is transport going to look any different as you're heading to work or to the shops or whatever you do? Like, what, what, is, what is a green and fair society going to mean for people's everyday lives? Potentially every, everything everything will change. I mean, life, life will still feel the same in many ways, but the little things will change. So you'll, you'll wake up in your bed and there'll be a, a lovely ambient temperature in your, in your house, um, secured through, uh, great kind of energy efficiency, insulation, um, all housing will have been retrofitted, creating thousands of jobs for maybe your family members or your neighbors. You'll get out, you'll have um, good, healthy food, sustainably farmed uh, food that's good for you and not not too expensive. You'll go out to work using a kind of yeah public transport network paired with active travel, like walking and cycling, meaning that you won't need um, to spend money on a private car um, to get around and to get to the places you need to go. Um, you'll work in a, in a burgeoning green industry where your job will be well paid and, and unionized um, and you'll have time in your life for, for leisure as well for, for spending time with family for um, getting out and appreciating nature um, your neighborhoods will be quieter because there won't be so many private cars um, choking up all our roads that's it sounds great why can I sign up to this doesn't it, doesn't it sound lovely and I was just going to say, as as you're talking about that, Connor, um, I'm in this bedroom with a single glazed window, um, shivering a little bit in the house that I've just moved into. Um, really poor insulation here. So I can imagine so many of our listeners also living in houses that could be so much better insulated, um, which should help both the environment and, and also just make winter so much nicer. I hear that. I'm sitting next to a radiator with my thermals on. So bring on the insulation, I say. Yeah. And so many of the stuff is like 
like massive co-benefits like of just making your personal life nicer cheaper and good for the environment so win 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 all round um and how yeah how are friends of the earth going to get us there how are we going to enter this new world well obviously yeah there is a lot there is a lot to change and, and from from the starting point we're at um we do really need to um to all pull, pull together and, and and push for the better world that we that we know uh, we can we can get to. So, but if you if you listen to if you listen to the government, they make it sound like they're they're right on track already. I, I don't know if you uh, you might have seen that actually last week the government launched their Build Back Better Business Council, um, and I, I've got a, I've got a quiz question for you. Um, one of the businesses. Uh, on on the council, which is their their council for advising them how to build back better, um, said this last week at the launch, uh, and I want you to guess who it is. They said, "I'm a big believer of, in British business and the Prime Minister's push to create a cleaner, greener, more inclusive economy." Any guesses? Sounds good. Is it Ineos? It's actually Bernard Looney, the CEO of BP. Oh gosh, um, one of the biggest fossil fuel companies in the world. Um, is has been invited to um, to advise the government on on building back better after the pandemic, creating a cleaner, greener economy. Um, so there is, you know, there's lo- there's lots to do, and I don't think it will happen um, if we just sit back and relax. But but friends of the earth and and lots of others, um, communities up and down the country, um, other organisations are are getting together and and campaigning um, campaigning for this. Um, ever since the beginning of the pandemic, um, Friends of the Earth came out with a, a green and fair recovery plan of um, of policies that the, that the government should adopt um, in order to move us um, move us towards a fairer and more sustainable world um, after the pandemic. And I think I think I think that is so because I think it does it gets difficult when you hear people like be the head of BP make, saying these things that sounds so good and you sort of it's easy to be like oh everyone's on the same page now I can just sit back and like let it happen it's like it's it's difficult to stay on your guard and sort of watch out like how do we make sure that people are doing what they say they are they're publicly they're saying all the right things but the head of BP the biggest one of the biggest polluters in the world is saying these things like they're not they're not acting on it are they what what can we do to keep up, like, yeah, keep watching in the right places? Hey, Connor and Isabel, I hope you've done your homework um, because I'm not going to be asking you a question. Um, so the, the Green and Fair Recovery Plan, my friends with the Earth, has five pillars. What are those five pillars? Okay, I know health and wellbeing is one of them. Um and that's all about green spaces and stuff. And that's that's what I've been doing lots of locally. Green jobs, a massive uh, push for green jobs uh, in industries like um, energy efficiency. Um, a fair economy, something around those wording. Yeah, fixing a broken economy. Work, uh, working internationally, cooperation across the globe. And then giving voice to local communities and making sure decision-making is in communities and with the members of the public. Yeah, you, you both actually know your stuff. Well, that's good. That's good, as we've got a whole series looking at them. Yeah, so over the next few episodes in this mini-series, we'll be looking at each of those topics and 
thinking about them and what changes we can make. Um, but what, Danny, which of those are you most looking forward to? Ooh, um, I think probably the one I'm most looking forward to is fixing the broken economy. We have an economy that is um, both, <laughs> you know, it's hurtling us towards um, uh, environmental destruction. It's also it's so unfair. So it'd be interesting to know, like, how can we make our economic system fairer? What sort of how how deep and structural do our do the changes we make need to be? Yeah, really, really interesting. And Connor, is there anything that you want to find out more about or interested in the most? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna cheat and say all of them. Um, I know it's a bit of a cop out, but uh, that is, that is I, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's I just spend, a big um, fan. <laughs> I spend a lot I of my time. I'm gonna invite you back to the podcast. <laughs> I spend a lot of my time in in uh, policy reports and you know big like kind of top level abstract stuff, and I um I'm just really excited to um. Yeah, to learn more about like how each of these actually what what they actually mean for people um, day to day, and um, yeah, and how they're going to um, impact people's lives rather than kind of some numbers on a spreadsheet or or something like that. So uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. they might have gone to your head, Connor. <laughs> Not <laughs> like one of the five topics. Blimey, this has got a bit serious, hasn't it? Um, the gun is loaded. I'd be interested in the um the one about global cooperation. Um I think that, you know, climate change is not not only is there inequality within the UK economy, but there's there's vast inequalities across the world and, and climate change is only gonna make those worse. So um yeah, thinking about this in those terms is is very interesting to me. Thanks, Connor. And we've got the International Climate Summit this year. So Which we're hosting, right? So it'll be a big deal for our government. Not friends of the earth, unfortunately. Not, not friends of the earth, I think. Uh, UK, UK. Um, well, yeah, no, my, the topic I'm most interested in is the health and well-being and, um, and how, how, yeah, like environmental stuff can impact our health and our community. I live in a gardenless block, so during lockdown, I was working a lot with people locally of how to sort of get, make, get access to green spaces for more people around here. So kind of what what is what's one thing that our listeners can do now to support the campaign? Um well definitely go to our website. You can find out more. Um if you just put into your search engine Friends of the Earth Green and Fair Recovery Plan, uh, you'll find it there. And if you've got the time um and the energy, then signing up to um to join one of our climate action groups or even set one up if there's not one uh, near you and actually start campaigning uh, for this stuff on a local level because um, that is how we're gonna that's how we're gonna win brilliant thanks connor and i guess just a final reminder if you want to know more about our campaign for a green and fair recovery check out our website um, friendsoftheearth.uk and don't forget to give us a like maybe even a cheeky subscribe and if you want to share what gives you hope or ask us a question you can email us on podcast at foe.co.uk or drop us a tweet at friends underscore earth and join us next time yeah thank you so much for joining us connor and danny we'll see you again in a couple of weeks a couple of months i think um but next episode is actually your favorite subject looking at how we can fix the broken economy and seeing if there is a different economic structure that we can all work towards um so thank you for listening we'll see you again bye everyone thanks very much bye